kids these days i feel like don't have a dad to look up to you have to go do something you don't want to do mm. nine out of ten a lot of people will say no but out of that nine out of ten one of them will be a yes no one else is stopping you but yourself you know you're showing your mm. vulnerable side mm -hmm. and it's okay the hard stuff that really hits your core that's that's it hurts honest. to hear yeah but you need to hear it if it's an issue for tomorrow that's for tomorrow live in the right now you're gonna hit that rough spot and you get to decide whether you want to keep going or not mm -hmm. all righty everybody so welcome to the alpha insight podcast today we have i have a very very special guest with me my buddy isaiah isaiah right. sanchez aka aka i man i know him as i man and everybody you can call him i man as well he's not going to get mad right no no I, I tell everybody call me i man if you can't pronounce my name right call me i man exactly so call him i man <laughs> today we're going to be talking a little bit about honestly i don't know yet we're going to talk a little bit about self-love a little bit about depression and stuff but i don't want to put any labels on it right now i just want to see where it goes and if i feel that it's valuable valuable conversation I'm going to post it. So Yeah, that's fine. Like, you can carry on the conversation. Like, that's just how it is. When you talk, it just goes. Exactly. So, welcome to the show. Hi, man. I'm super stoked to record with you. If you could, just make sure, push that mic in, in your face just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, like mic's in my face. Sweet. That's perfect. That's good. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, to start, I guess, let's get a, a little bit about you. Like, who are you, first of all? And, you know, a little bit about what you do and, I don't know, whatever you want to share, Might I guess. just get to know me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit about right, just cool. who you are. I like that. Oh, uh, well, I'm Isaiah. Isaiah Alexander Sanchez. What I do, I'm a, I'm a, just, I'm a person that literally just goes with the vibe. Like, anywhere that I see that is fun, I want to be part of that fun. Or if not, if I can tell that the room is dull... I can, I'm always about changing it out, making it fun, making it interesting, you know? Because who wants to be in a room where it's super quiet and, and it's all your friends? Imagine me and you are like in a room and it's just like super silent and we are constantly talking and then it's just that moment of silence. You're like, this is awkward. <laughs> I, I like, that's how I am. I like to create a vibe. I am a, now that I'm proud to say it, I'm more verbal about stuff now because back then whenever I was like a teenager I was always silent I was always like that one person that is always there that doesn't say nothing that just stares into the abyss and just sees what the heck is going on so yeah but I'm glad to be a little bit more open um let's see I like skating that's how I met you because whenever I was really into skating I didn't have that big of a friend circle until believe it or not whenever you posted that i'm sponsoring people i was like all right i'm gonna try my hardest to actually get noticed because i knew that my skills were actually pretty creative my mind is always coming up with so many ideas like the one trick where I hit the, dang, I don't know what the trick is called, but it's it's over there in Roanoke. When I hit the China bank, I literally, sl I power slid the whole bank. That literally took me by surprise. I didn't know I was going to land that. I was like, you know what? That's my favorite trick to do. 
still do it to this day. But whenever I find like you personally, Jameson, you gave me that courage to be like, all right, push yourself, be noticed, and also to make some more friends. So, you know, I'm glad that I can call you as a friend, you know, like as a brother, like I told you before long ago, like you're that one friend that I can actually talk to you. And like, there's sometimes like you check up on me and I check up on you. Like we have that little bit of a little bit of a bond, mm-hmm. not not even like over skating, but like just out of it, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm really am glad to call you a friend, my man. Really, really amazing. Yeah, man. I'm, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I. <laughs> I'm really glad to, you know brother. what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, so what's the topic that we got going on, man? So, I figured, wait, what, what, you, what you just said intrigued me, and I was going to ask a question about that. Proceed. Oh, okay, okay. So, your friends. Yes. I, I figured we'd, we'd talk about that real quick. Okay. So, I thought it was really cool how you said, it's we don't just have to be skating, mm-hmm. and we just kind of bond right yeah and i feel like that's that that was really cool because a lot of people they only connect with their friends when it's in a specific environment if you know what i'm saying or Or also too like if you're gonna how i label it like if you're gonna buy them something because you know how like some people Mm. always get attached to somebody who has a higher income Mm -hmm. like let's say for instance if like if you didn't have a job and I was making, say, like 32000 32, like every every week. God, I wish I was getting paid that much. But either way, like, and you At didn't 3, have a 200? job. Yeah, like around there. Yeah. And then, like, I would just, like, you would, like, hang out with me because, like, you know, I would always be like, hey, like, no matter what, I got you. I got you. Let's go out. I got you. You need a new setup? I got you. And you're just latching on, not due to the fact that, like, you're being as a friend but you're you're in it for like the money like a gold digger technically like like i had a friend that was like that um i kind of had to cut myself off of that but with that friendship because like i already knew where it was gonna go but there was a time where i like the day i called it quits on him he texted me he said hey not to bust your bubble but let's go out hang out and he said in the to me, in the rudest way, he says, first round's on you. I was like, what? Mm. I was like, how can you say that it's the first round on me? Like, I didn't even agree to going out to hang out with you, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, I'm very selective with people. Like, the very first day, like, if I feel like somebody's not going to be worth my time, and also, if I don't see them, like, you know, like, hanging out more often or not, not texting or anybody, like, I already know where it's going to go. Like, it's just going to go down the hill yeah yeah and I, I think it was really cool that you said that because you know i actually had a a big problem with that for a long time mm-hmm. is yeah letting people like kind of take advantage of me there i would, are, I would allow it you know but i was always that like person for a long long time who would never say no to anybody and with that you know i i had to learn a lot of really cool things which i i did talk about on the podcast um so if you didn't listen go listen to those episodes i think we kept on that um, episode i've been listening to this man's podcast since the first episode you need to listen to this thing because there are some interesting topics now that i have you here and you're you're one of my friends who you know i can be real with yeah which i feel like is pretty 
I don't know. It's I feel like it's less common these days, honestly. Dude, real friends are really hard to come by, to be honest. Like, if you haven't had, like, a friendship where, like, it goes a distance and you're you're actually, you know, opening up to them and, like, letting them into, like, with your history and, like, you know, like, your ups and downs, honestly. And it's okay to get other people's, like, point of views and, like, their opinions. Like, like the day that you text me saying that, like, you were going through a lot, and I felt that because, you know, you're not the only one in this whole entire world is going through what you're going through. I've mm-hmm. been through it multiple, multiple times. And you know what? Throughout those times, I was by myself. Like, I was always a loner. And I didn't have anybody to actually talk to. Well, I had my family, but I didn't want to burden them. Because mm-hmm. back then, I was always like, how I label it is a lone wolf. Like, I was always by myself, figuring out the world in my own way. Because growing up, my parents just told me, hey, focus on school. After that, figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, kept it like that. And after that, is I've just been by myself. I mean, I had some friends back then. Shout out to you here. You're the real one. And Jake from the TC Skate Park, y'all are the real ones. They really were. Because whenever I first got back to skating again, I stopped because of school. And then I got back on. It was during the pandemic. I think that, what year was that? 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah 2020. Whenever they locked everything down. And then I started going out to different parks because I was always going to like Louisville. And I didn't know that the colony had a park. I was like, oh crap. Then that's when I met my friend Yahir and I met my friend Jake. And that's when my whole little skate group came to be. And they kind of like helped me open up a little bit more. They were like, hey bro, like you all right? You know, like how you doing? Like that's always a good question to ask somebody. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, genuinely, too. Yeah, like, like just out of nowhere, like, if someone literally comes up to you and just say, how are you, how are you really doing? Mm-hmm. Me, personally, 8 out of 10, I'll start crying. Because, like, you never know how much you have on your plate, what happened. Like, you can have some, like, a family member pass away, and you don't talk about it, but you have someone that's asking you. Be like, mm-hmm. hey, how are you doing? And you let it out. Because it's, it's just built up in you the whole entire time. And it sucks. It sucks because that's how I used to be. I used to be quiet, have everything built up inside, and it was just terrible. It was really, 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 really terrible. Mm-hmm. But now I had a relationship that really opened my eyes a little bit to be a little bit more open. It was more of a like, hey, don't be afraid to like open up. Like, I understand, like, back then you had people you didn't know to go to, but me, you can open up to me. Don't be afraid of me. I'm not going to hurt you. Because that was my number one fear, is being hurt. Because if I opened up to you, like, be vulnerable. Like, that's the worst thing that I can ever do to somebody is be vulnerable. Because, I'm not like, I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to, let's say, like, they can, like, twist my words and, like, try to crumble me down. I hope not. But, or if not, they can, like, I don't know. Like, it, it me personally, I can't be vulnerable. But now that I'm by myself, like, I'm myself now. Like, I don't have stress on my back. I don't have no problems, to be honest. Like, it's literally just me, me and my family and my friends against the world. Because if you kind of think about it, 
the only two people in this whole entire life, my friend, that are going to have your back is yourself and also your family. Because those two, they never go away. They never go away. That I'm actually speaking heart. Like your family will never leave you. Mm -hmm. But the one person that won't leave you is yourself. That I'm speaking facts on. That is facts. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Once I go into talking, I keep on talking. <laughs> yeah, but like. So if, so now you're kind of more independent and right. Yes. Like you're kind of more on your own huh. with, with, with all that stuff. So do you feel like you can open up with these people? Like you have these people, but do you feel like you can open up with them? Yeah, honestly, like I can. Because back then, like, I was always silent. Like, I was always keeping to myself. Because, like, I didn't want to burden other people about my problems because you never know what you got going on. Like, it could be something more extreme than mine. Like, you never know. But it's always okay to have somebody to listen to you because, like, literally, like, every day, if something goes wrong and you want to tell somebody, you're not just telling them to bitch them out. You're telling them, you're just venting to them. Like, you want to get it out of your system. Because if it, if you keep it within you, and you just don't tell anybody, low-key, it'll eat you a bit, but it'll also irritate you at the same time, because you'll be like, oh, like, oh, 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 I don't know why I'm making these sounds, but that's just how I am sometimes. Whenever I have a lot on my mind, like, I just groan. But then... I come back to reality. I'm like, okay, is it really that big of a deal? Like, is it really going to impact me tomorrow or later down the road? Like, if it's just like a minor thing, I'd be like, okay, well, why am I complaining about it? Like, You know what I think is crazy? What's up? And I, I thought about this today because my coworker, he had asked me, he was like, Jameson, uh, these, these people, they need you to go do another nail sweep at their house because they ended up finding a nail in their driveway or whatever. Mm. So I was like, I was pissed. And I was like, complain. I was like, dude, I don't want to do that. Are you kidding me? They're all, all the way in Frisco. Like I have to drive 45 minutes just to go pick up a couple nails and whatever. I was pissed. And I, I was thinking about it and I've, I've thought the same thing several times because what happens is, you know, in everyday life, you know, we get, we put ourselves in these situations. I, I got the job. Yeah. And I'm the one complaining that I have to do a job that I get paid for. And it's, it's like, we have this mindset where it's like, I don't know. And, end of the story. I mean, I was really only upset because it was like jumped on me and I don't like to like commit to things at that moment. And yeah. I was like, I already had plans for the day. And it got ruined. And it kind of got ruined. So yeah. I was a little bit stressed out and that's why I was complaining. But at the end of the day, though, I would... I shouldn't have been complaining because, you know. I mean, you have you have all right to complain because no one's telling you not to because that's what's, like, in the moment. That's what your head is telling you. Like, of course so you're like, going to be mad. If somebody has a 9-to-5 job, yeah. one thing that kind of gets me, and don't get me wrong, I completely understand, mm -hmm. like, what's what's going on, but when people are, like, so when they want to come to me and complain about, oh, I have to go to work today. I have to, I have homework to do today, whatever, you know, I have to go to work. And I'm like, you're the one who decided to get the job. 
Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like I get what you're saying. I totally <laughs> um, get what you because like I do the exact like I do the exact like, same thing. Like, don't, like, don't get, get me wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was so Dude, sick. Like yeah. hey, I do the exact same thing, but I feel like people are losing like gratitude and it's like why they're even there in the first place. Yeah. And right. I, I just wanted to say that. That that doesn't have like a lot to do with anything, but I, I just know. wanted to side note there. I mean, I'll add on to what you're saying. I used to do the exact same thing. I mean, even to this day, I still, still complain about my job because like, like I told you recently, I just got a promotion. I was from store manager. Now I'm general manager. I have a lot more on my plate because the company saw that like, hey, you're doing all right. Let's increase your pay and also the title. So I was like, all right, I'm ready for it because I earned it because mm-hmm. I originally started as a team member getting paid $12 an hour. I was doing a nine to five. Uh, actually, I wasn't doing a nine to five. I was doing a 6.45 in the morning till five o'clock. And then <sighs> it's still to this day. I get paid salary, 1600 every two weeks. I stopped crying about like, oh, they're not paying me this. Like I stopped, I literally stopped saying, oh, I have to go to work. Because at the end of the day, I know that I need to pay some stuff off. I need to provide for myself. I need to get food. If there's things that I want, like let's say for instance, if I wanted a TV, like I wanted to upgrade from my small t- my small TV to a bigger one, I have to earn it. I have to mm-hmm. work hard for it. Because this whole entire um, this whole entire world is literally based is built off of work. Yeah, literally. Think about it. Throughout yeah. the whole entire history, everything was worked for. And if you think about it, I was struggling with this a lot lately. The last a few months I was like really trying to find like a like I was trying to find like my purpose and like my meaning because I felt like everything was just a, a loop you know it was like, like it was I stuck work and repeat Monday to Friday every single day I'm doing the gym I'm doing the podcasting I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm going to sleep repeat and then the weekends come, and I'm always looking forward to the weekends, mm-hmm. but they're never really as great as I think they're going to be. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? You know? I get you. Like, I get you on that on all cylinders, because I used to do the exact same thing. But this is actually a cool thing for all those other people that are listening. If you feel like you're stuck in repeat, go do something that will excite you, like get you out of your comfort zone, or if not, be like, okay, well, I've never done this before. Like, go try something new, literally. Mm. Like, if you haven't, I mean, going to a bar and all that, that's all fun and games, but, like, that doesn't excite you. Like, it excites you in the moment, but it becomes a problem at the end of the day. Because, like, 9 out of 10, there's a lot of people who always get drunk and, like, fight. But I I used to be like that. I used to go to bars. I stopped doing that because I was like, well, this is not making me happy. Like, it's causing my depression to go more up. So I found out that being a little bit more creative of how to how to use how to utilize my time more to make myself happy was honestly skating. Because also too, if y'all didn't know that skating is more of a a de-stressor. Cause if you have like anger about work or something in personal life, Take it out on skating. Because honestly, skating does take a while for you to learn if you kind of think about it. Like, there's some people who can't get on a board correctly who, like, they see it and they're like, oh, it's so, so cool, but it's hard to learn. It's really not. 
it, it takes time and you, everybody has time. If you're literally just sitting on the bed, like after getting off of work at five, you have all that time from five o'clock to 10 o'clock. Yeah. Five hours to learn something or if not better yourself. Can I cut you off real quick? Go ahead. So there's a cat. When in the heck did y'all get a cat? <laughs> Dude, that scared me a little bit. <laughs> I didn't know she was in here. Hi. All right. That, yeah. Anyways, but what you said about five. Yeah, the five to ten. Five to ten. Yeah. I think it was really cool that you said that because I was just talking to Conrad. Uh-huh. And the reason I'm on this thing right now, it's called monk mode. And it's a specific amount of rules. It's just a name. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's a creative word for it. It wasn't it wasn't mine. It was this this YouTube, this guy I've been watching for a long time. I ended up buying his program, teaching me how to start an agency what and whatever. What is it called again? What monk was, mode. Monk mode. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm so gonna be saying that for now on. Dude, it's awesome. So basically what what it did what it is is like it's a time period, at least like a month. Mm-hmm. Where you have your non-negotiables, you have to do at least 30 minutes of exercise a day. Mm-hmm. And that could just be like going on a walk, taking a, a quick jog or like doing like pull-ups. Doing, yeah, doing yeah. pull-ups, anything really. And then your second one is no alcohol or weed. Your third one is you have to meditate at least 30 minutes a day or at least 10 minutes a day. I got something to say, but I'll let you finish. Go right ahead. So then I've done this before and I had a couple rules before, but now that I'm on, on my monk mode for the second time I'm doing, I added like, I'm not allowed to be on my phone until nine 30 at night and I'm not allowed to be on screen. So like, I mean, I can be on my phone if it's like work stuff or like I'm trying to figure out a podcast thing or whatever, but I'm not allowed to scroll or anything. Yeah. It's like, I can, Create content. I can't consume content until nine thirty at night. Mm. Um, I can't listen to music till one p.m. And I think the reason I did that was because music influences the way you think. It influences the way you act, and that's actually the true. way you feel. Yep. And a lot of people don't even notice that, but it's like if you start your day off with Billie Eilish, chances are you could be feeling a little bit down all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't. Yeah, no, actually, I, I know somebody who can relate to that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, about monk mode, I don't know why, I, why, dude, it happens. On that tangent, like it goes. But okay, so somebody said, um, I, I started this monk mode, and because somebody said, I heard in a video, and this guy said, you want to be rich, and you want you, you have all these goals and you want to be famous or whatever, whatever your goals are. Yeah. But you get home from work, 6 o'clock. I'm already in bed. What are, you, <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just watching TV the rest of the night. I'm just yeah. chilling, not doing anything. And they're like, you have six hours. Of nothing to do. And you could spend all that time on growing yourself, on becoming somebody else like reading a book be, being productive let me now that you say that if you kind of notice that whenever you're coming home right just like how you said it's six o'clock and you say you're in your bed 
Have you ever thought of going to your settings to actually see how much screen time yeah. you're on your phone? Not going to lie, the last time I checked, it was over 100 hours a day. I was like, wait, 100 just... hours a day? Yeah. There's only 24 hours in a day. No, because I was constantly on my phone. Like, I would not let it go. Like, I was just on Oh, there. is it like in a week or something? I think so, yeah. I'm probably, okay, I'm okay. probably saying that wrong, but like, I, I was like, I know my number was high. And I was looking at it, I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, the average screen time on your phone is four hours a day. You're kidding. No, for real. That's four freaking hours, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I said that very incorrectly. Let me let me apologize about that. That's, but that's a lot of time. Yeah, like, you're plus, literally just plus, sitting like, there. And the TV's on or whatever. Yeah. Plus, you're, like, looking at whatever else, right? If you're kind of if you kind of notice that whenever you're on social media, you're seeing other people have fun and you're just imagining like, dang, I wish I was doing that. You can be doing that if you just get out of bed and actually go do it. Like there's a lot of people, I'm probably saying this incorrectly, who procrastinate and be like, oh, I can do it, but I just choose not to. Like what's stopping you? Really? What is yeah. stopping you? Like, are you stopping yourself? Like you're it's stopping, like, you're stopping yourself to, from having a good time. Yeah, you could do those things, yeah. but it's like, it comes down to how bad you really want it. That's the same thing. And also too, there's also people who have friends who wait for them to say, hey, let's go out instead of you telling yourself, hey, I'm gonna go out. Because there's some, there's some people who wait for people to do stuff with them. You know, that's, that's cool. So a while back when I was working at the nursery, and I still have kind of the problem of not wanting to do things without other people. Because it sucks to do it, stuff by yourself, to yeah. be honest. And so back then I had it a lot worse than I do now. Yeah. And I would never do anything unless it was with Conrad or with one of my friends or whatever. Yeah. So what I started doing right after work, I would get off at six. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, summer gets dark at like seven or whatever. Yeah. I would have a full hour to go skate at this the deer side. Okay. The park right next to there. Yeah. So what I would do is I would go skate by myself, which I hated for a, a long time. Dude. Eventually, dude, I love being by myself. It's like you get to sit with your thoughts and you get to just like enjoy like it's outside like you know what's nobody crazy? else is there. What you're actually uh Long story short, I used to work at Waffle House, and I used to do the morning, like the late night shift. I call it the grave shift because you clock in at 9 p.m. and You don't go home until 6 in the morning. There was a day where I got off early because they didn't need me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go skate. I'm going to go skate downtown Dallas by myself. Sure enough, it was 3 in the morning. I was out there. I didn't. I stayed all out there, skated all the spots. And I was just by myself. I looked at everything, all the lights, and just hearing the city. I was like, this is, sounds so peaceful, and it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. Because you're, li like how you said, you're by yourself with your thoughts, and you have no problems. You're, it's just you out there in the world doing something that you're doing that is fun. And I was out there. I was, like, being crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I got chased by one bike police. That was fun. But I stayed until sunrise and I was like experienced, I want to say a total of three, four, five, six, seven, like five, four to five hours by myself, just doing something that I love to do. And I was like, you know what? I had a blast. 
I still t- I still have a photo that I took of that night. It was an amazing, amazing night. And I captured something to remind myself I can do it again if I ever have the time. And I do have the time. But it it's sometimes l- like lonely that you do it by yourself. Because mm-hmm. at some point I stopped doing it because I was like, dang, like I see all these cool things. And I want someone, a friend of mine, to see it. And they're like, holy crap. Like you're in the moment. You're creating a memory with somebody that they can say, Hey, remember that one time that we saw that spot and skated that spot in downtown Dallas? Like, it, we create some memory, and it's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Like, remember whenever we went to, God, Austin. Amazing, amazing trip. Like, I barely knew y'all for, like, what, two <laughs> two months? Yeah, we were all just going and to Austin we, And we together. were just like, I just said, screw it. Let's go to Austin. Yeah, and, then and it was for Tricktober. on board, too. Yeah, everybody right went. Away. And I'm not going to lie. I have... We had hell a really good time. Sorry for the cussing, but no, we no, had, no, you're good, man. We had a good time. We met a lot of new people, saw some cool spots. We went to different parks. I remember that one day we went to like what four different parks that night or three, three parks in one day. It was amazing. Yeah, I remember that one. That one that day was amazing. So much fun, dude. Uh, dude, remember the car that I had. <laughs> yeah, I, I told y'all to, to hit, hit it with ignite. the tire iron, <laughs> and you're like. I remember, I think uh, y'all told me, y'all called me and you're like, hey, how do you open the gas? How do you open the gas? I was like, oh, you go to the trunk and pop the thing. You're like, oh, I do that. I was like, okay. And what did y'all say that y'all almost did to my car or something? You and David, y'all drove, like y'all almost hit my car or something? No, but the e-brake was on for a little while. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I, I didn't care about I, I didn't care about that car after that point. I was like, you know what, that thing is done for. But, but like like I was saying, like it's good to have memories with friends because 100%. honestly, memories stay a long time. And it's good to make memories with friends. It really does. And I'm honestly like glad that I made that memory with you because you know that kind of did close make us closer a little bit and it made me trust you a lot more, even though it was with my old car, but you know, my trust in you is always there a hundred percent and stuff like that. But yeah, it was a good memory that I had with you, bro. Yeah. More to come. More to come. Yes, absolutely. So why do you think that people don't like to do things by themselves? Other than the fact that loneliness, because there's some times where like, if you're by yourself, you bore yourself. Like, I like that. Like, you bore yourself to the point where you're like, dang, it's not fun no more. I wish I had somebody here that, you know, I can teach them something, or if not, I can teach myself something. Like, oh, like, for example, I'm not going to lie to y'all. We're going to do, we're going to use a lot of skating examples because that's how me and Jameson pretty much do a lot of things over here. (laughs) Like, there's some times where, like, me and you, whenever I go skate with you, like, I see a trick that you or Conrad's trying to learn. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I ask you like, hey, bro, like, how do you, how do you do it? Like, teach me. And it kind of opens your eyes and be like, oh, like, you know, I taught my friend something that can help him in the right path to whatever he has going on, you know, like you're passing it down, you know, you're helping them grow instead of just seeing them like struggle, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because some people in this world, they'll see people struggle. They'll be like, you know, you got it. Take your time. But 
those friends are really hard to come by. If you don't have a friend that is helping you do better and help you better yourself and your well-being, why why would you call them a friend in the first place? Like if you honestly, I don't like I call you by your name a lot, like Jameson, but like at the end of the day, I tell I tell myself like, no, dude, like he's my friend. Like you're like a friend, you're a homie. See? That title is very hard to earn to me personally. Like if I call you homie, that means my trust is in you 100%. Like my homie Brant, like the, the my, my roommate, me, I've known him. I met him before I met you. And me and him are tight. Like we get along. Everything, we have a lot of stuff in common. And me and him just vibe. Like there's no dull moment, nothing. Shout out to my homie Brant. You're a real one. But like he's, he's literally like, we're not blood related, but he's looking my brother. I had a half brother. Long story short, he didn't turn out to what my dad. He didn't like. He showed me how he was, but whenever I met him officially after my dad passed away, my whole entire image of him went downhill because he was always into sports and like doing all this and that crazy stuff. But then whenever the funeral happened, just a straight downhill. Like I, every, I'm being so honest with you. This is me actually opening it up to you. My whole entire time i saw my half brother he was always drunk always and that ruined my image of him entirely because every time i say his name his name's josh i think of a fucking drunk brother sorry for the cussing but always drunk and i'm like yeah like he is my he is my blood brother but like i just don't see him as like you know the brother that my dad showed me when i was little so it kind of ruined it kind of crushed my dreams of actually having a brother growing up because there were there was a one time where like i would like want to text him but i would always imagine just just drunk not being honest like how my dad uh told me about him i was like damn that crushed me Hmm. so i was like damn sucks but he's just he's doing better now you know he has he has he has two kids I have two nephews on that side of the family, but you know, he's living his life and I'm living mine. That's just how I say it. If he's not in the picture anymore that I see it, he's not there no more. Whatever his problems are, that's his problem. Not with mine. That's, that's how I, that's how I do it sometimes. Have you ever tried to understand him? I tried once. Like I, but that's a thing. Whenever I tried to understand him, like it, like I'm talking about, like every, every encounter that I had with him, this dude was never sober. It was always drunk. There was one night, it was my deaf aunt's funeral. My cousin came up to me and said, "Hey, your brother's outside." I was like, "Where at?" Because every time they say Josh is here, I was get excited because there were sometimes where I'd be like, "Oh, like, is he gonna like officially talk to me, or do I have to go talk to him?" You know, stuff like that. But they were like, no, he's outside on the curb. I was like, where? They pointed to me. They were like, hey, go out there, make a right. I was like, okay, here it is. Go out there. Dude has a bottle of Jack Daniels or whatever, liquor or alcohol, whatever it is. And he's just on the phone. And he's like, hey, what's up, bro? You know how drunk people are? They slur and stuff. And I'm just over there. I'm like, dude, why? I asked him that. I was like, why are you drunk? He's like, bro, like, I don't know. Like. It's hard to express yourself, so I drink to numb it. I'm like, why? It's okay to talk your feelings, man. I was like, yeah, no. 
this is what I was like, yeah, this is like my third time. Like I'm being so serious. I told him, I was like, this is my third time seeing you drunk, not sober. And it's low key crushing me. I was like, well, I'm sorry that I'm doing that. And I was like, no, that's fine. You're doing it to yourself. Like you're, you're literally putting that image in my head that my dad told me about you. He was like, well, I'm sorry that I disappointed. I was like, no, it's fine. You are who you are. I can only give you advice and try to help you in the best of ability as I can. If my help isn't helping you, then you just you go on from there. Yeah, that was a deep one. So it's like, you know, if, if somebody's not willing to listen, then there's really nothing you can do. You're just talking to someone that's just hearing one thing and going out the other. And that's what I think a lot of people have a hard time with is walking away from people because they have a title in their lives, like your brother yeah, or, you know, whoever. A lot of people excuse things because of, you know, history yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. The, the way I see that... Um, it is difficult. I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. that would that would have been crushing for sure. Oh, dude, it was. And then, but luckily, now he's trying to like retouch up on things. He's sending me pictures of like his kids, and I was like, oh, you know, cool. You know, till I try to be, I try to switch it around because that last encounter we haven't talked in over three years. So that whole entire gap of years really does a number for him. And it did a number for me because whenever he tried to reconnect with me, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Cause like I, it, it's been me, my mom and my sisters after that. Like that's how, that's how I am. That's how my mom raised us to be was no matter what happens, have your sister's backs, have my back and we'll do the exact same thing for you. I'm like, okay, we were raised like that. So, you know, do you think he's trying to, do you, do you think he's better now? He's doing better. Yeah. I'll be so honest with you. Yeah. He's doing a lot, a lot, a lot better because like when he had the kids, the, the kid, his kids opened up his eyes a little bit more like his firstborn, it, I think it's Luca. Yeah. His name's Luca. His son really opened his eye, opened his eyes. He was like, okay, like I got to start getting my stuff together because if I'm not happy, I'm not making him happy. And you know, a kid, a baby needs a father because if, if you're not going to be, there for your kid they're just gonna see you as like just by calling them by their name instead of like dad mm -hmm. and i think we have a genuinely a, a big problem like these days with with that stuff no dude like like kids kids these days i feel like don't have a dad to look up to mm -hmm. i feel like i don't know this is might be a little off topic or whatever but like as a dad, that's but I forgot what topic we were on. We went all over the place. Yeah. A little <laughs> yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, scratch mm. scratch that dad one. Cause I kind of went into like a deep rabbit hole. And that's okay. Cause, you know, like I'm I'm more open about that now. So I guess while we still have that topic, yeah. I want to use that maybe to help benefit somebody. So but I'm trying to figure out how. I mean like to sum it up, uh, this is me actually. Okay, I'm open up to you again, and for everybody out there, um, my dad died 
uh, by my mom's own hands. So in the law, it was self-defense. And the story that I can tell is just my mom's side. And my dad's side, I, well, no one knows because well, he's not here. Um, so my mom killed my dad in self-defense. Um, I didn't hate her throughout that first week because I was just in grief. I was just thinking, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, my dad died by somebody who raised me. But I kind of get it because my dad would... My dad was an international person, so he would go out to like Brazil, Chile, Ecuador, El Salvador, uh, Puerto Rico. And I tell myself every day, I was like, if things were reversed, if my dad was alive, my mom was dead, I wouldn't be here currently where I'm at right now. I would have been on the other, in, in another country looking, and they would be looking for him. So, uh, so right now. So it's like you have to be grateful for of what happened. You yeah. And, and it's a very traumatizing. Uh, time because whenever my sisters picked us up and she said hey mom got beat dad's missing we went to the house we went to my grandma's house i saw my mom busted lip swollen eye and i was like there's no way like did it, they get into a car crash i try to think of like the most worst answer or not the worst the, the most logical answer rather than the worst answer if that makes sense mm. but um long story short uh the most traumatizing thing that I've ever seen about that was seeing my dad's autopsy. Like I had to go to the coroners and they, they said, is this your dad? Pulled it out, pulled him out, unraveled them. I was like, yep, that was the worst thing that can, that any person can see. And I was the only one that to see it. So that traumatized me. But that healing process, it took a while because Throughout my whole entire year, my sophomore year, and this has happened in sophomore year. I want to say second semester, that's whenever I became a little bit, like I tried to better myself. Like I tried to talk about my problems and stuff. And I tried to, to numb my pain, I tried to help out other people. Like if they're going through something, like family-wise, like, hey, like my dad's not doing this and that. Like I tell them, like, well, think about it in a good way. Because nine out of 10 other people's dads wouldn't give a crap about you, you know? They only give a crap about themselves instead of their kids. Like, I remember one time I told my cousin one time, uh, a month after he passed, they started talking about their dad saying like, oh, like he's not going to be there for me, hear this and that. And I told him, well, make the moments last because your dad's not going to be here for long. Like, make the best out of it. Mm -hmm. That was a good, yeah. Absolutely. That was a deep one. But I'm glad, like, that's why I have, like, that's why our relationship's like that. Like, I'm so open to you. Like, I can literally tell you, like, my man's been through a lot. But I'm doing a lot better. Um, I became a little bit more open about that. Um, per Problem, personal stuff. I mean, my, my friend Brant, my homie Brant, he told me, if there's something that you have to worry about tomorrow... That's tomorrow's problem. Worry about right what's happening right now. Amen to that, dude. Like and there's, you're there's, missing. Like if you focus on something that's due tomorrow, you're missing on what you got going on right now. Like something can amazingly happen to you within like the first second after, like after saying something, you're like, oh god, like what just happened? Something cool happened, you mm -hmm. know? And in, and that problem just fades away, and your mind is focused on what's like happening right now. Like I'm 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 repeating myself and stuff like that. There's a there's a Bible verse about that too. Really? 
Yeah, it says, I don't know exactly how it goes, um, but it's like, uh, it basically says the same thing. Yeah. Um, don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough worries of its own. Mm. I've also seen quotes and stuff about, um, I don't even know. No, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not a Bible person, but I heard that there are some good, good verses and quotes in the Bible. But sometimes um, some things that you tell yourself, like, it sticks with you every single time. Like, it doesn't have to be somebody that's famous or in the Bible or in a book. Like, it can ju- you can just tell it to yourself. But you said that you wanted to talk about one topic. What was it? You said you no, like actually, that color? Yeah, that's actually pretty dope. Um, sorry, not you. Uh, there's this one topic that I actually want to talk about. And I need your, and I kind of wanted your opinion on it or your standpoint on it. Can I try that again? Yeah, dude, go ahead. My drink is your drink. This keeps me up, bro. So good. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts on self motivation? I think did you already cover a topic on dude, that? Dude, I haven't. I love it. Dude, let's talk about it. I love it. Bro, let's talk about like, it. I'm so down for that topic. Okay. Okay. What are your inputs? Or your input on self-motivation. Self-motivation. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, real quick, before we get into this, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing, honestly. And, like, genuinely, that, that means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, Is it okay if I publish this stuff? Go ahead. And like, if, if there's anything you want me to cut out, I can cut out. Dude, no, no it's fine. Like, I'm, but, that's why, like, I'm more comfortable with it because... I became a a lot better of being more social. So, like, I don't care who hears it, but if it helps them understand, like, hey, I'm not the only one that's going through this. I have the exact same trauma or if not trouble. And, you know, it makes them feel like they're not alone in this world. A lot yeah. of people think they're alone in this world. Alone in this world. You're really not. I... I could be having the exact same amount of stress that you have, but you know, you don't know how to go or handle it. You don't know how to control it. You don't know how to de-stress yourself. Like you want to hear somebody say it. You know what I mean? Could you get a little bit closer to the mic? And then also, yo, if there was so if if any of my listeners are going through something that is similar to that, yeah. Is there anything that you want to tell them? Like You're not alone. You're really not alone. You can tell yourself that uh, that you're alone in this world. You're really not. You're really, really not. It's okay to talk. Talking can lead to so many, many, many like gates open your mind to be like, oh, I've never thought of it like this and stuff like that. Because if you don't speak, you're just suffering in silence. And being quiet, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I hate being quiet, but there's sometimes where like there's times where you'd be like, dang, I, like you notice that like why am I so quiet? Like you're in the room by yourself and you're like chatting up by yourself. You're like being all active and that. But whenever it comes to being in public, you're just like mute. Like you're afraid to say something and stuff like that. But like other other problems, all of y'all's other problems, y'all trust me. Y'all might be thinking of it of it so hard, but take it take it one step at a time mm-hmm. instead of try to uh, kill two birds one stone. Take your time. If you're if you're the person who wants to get stuff done quickly, I had the exact same amount of I, I did the exact same thing. I try to get it over and done with. But there's sometimes where like you'll miss something 
that is meaningful that can help you with a different problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like anything. Like there's always learning points when you're doing something. You know, like you're always teaching yourself something, and it's always important that you can teach somebody else because you know you never know. Like you literally never know, bro. But yeah, I keep on repeating it. You're not alone in this world. Um, stay positive. I used to be a depressed dude, but now that um I was depressed, I was unhappy. Now um I'm out of that depression. I'm getting better. Um, you can do the exact same thing too. It just takes time, but you have time to better yourself every day. Like how you were saying, what was it called? Monk mode. Monk mode, baby. Monk mode. Yeah, Monk there we mode. go. Yeah, I'm taking that word by storm right now. <laughs> Watch, I'm going to forget it. But It's a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. dude. Monk <laughs> mode, like the time that I would just stay home by myself and just watch videos on my phone, I found ways to better myself. And y'all could do it too. Like the yoga, meditating. Like you don't even have to leave the room. Mm-hmm. Like you can just sit there or stretch read learn something because there's sometimes where like if you want to learn something you have to get your hands dirty mm-hmm. you have to get your hands dirty it just won't happen out of the blue you have to go do it yeah just like if you're feeling depressed stop feeling depressed go find a way to stop feeling depressed you know one thing i learned about depression is like in therapy there was a lot of this booklet and they had depending on what feeling you had yeah. You had an action you had to do. Mm-hmm. And in my therapy group, my therapist, he used to brag to all the other therapists about how I was actually doing the homework and nobody ever does the homework. And he's like, yo, everybody, look at this guy. He's actually doing it. But, dude, I was in this therapy for so long. Yeah. And I had to go through this six-week program twice because Dang. I had gotten sent back to the mental hospital. I would got out out of the mental hospital the first time. I went to this six-week therapy, like, last week, and I got sent back. Oh. And then I had to go through the whole program again. But, dude, I was so convinced. I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do this stuff. You know? I'm like. And, and let me ask you, did that help you? It like, did does. That, did, that better, did that better your mental health? It did. And it, it was like. And I'm glad that that did. So crazy because it was like, even the most simple stuff, it was like, when you're anxious. Yeah. Take a deep breath. When you're depressed and you have no motivation, what they were telling us to do, you have to go do something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You have to go on a walk. Yeah. Or you have to do whatever. And I was like, dude, when I was stuck in my bed, like calling in for work, like, hey, I can't make it in because I was just so depressed. Yeah. I had to force myself out of bed and take a walk. And that's the thing. You have to. It's like, it. it's, you, you have to do yeah. these things. If you want to get the outcome that you want mm-hmm. and who you don't, you have to do it for yourself. You don't have to wait for somebody else to say something because who, who else is going to tell you to go do it only yourself. And I feel like that's one topic. Like I think we should talk about is that you have to motivate yourself. You have to encourage yourself. You don't have to mm-hmm. wait for someone to say, Hey, you know, you should do this or like validation if it, if I think that's the word if I'm using that correctly or waiting for someone else's uh approval to go do it. You don't need to you don't need nobody else's approval but yourselves. I feel like that was a good 
That was a really good transfer there. Yeah. That was a good That was uh, a good one. <laughs> that was good. Appreciate that was perfect. That. So self-motivation. Yeah. You wanted to know what I thought about yeah, it. Yes, sorry. That was like a long talk. Well, but. I think it it transitioned smoothly. Yeah. Cuz that kind of got into motivation at the yeah. end there. So that that kind of went perfect. It was. And I said what I needed to say, so. Good job. Self-motivation. Dude, honestly, I'm like so in love with this like hustle culture crap and like but not only like hustle culture, but like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm hungry. I'm ready to learn stuff. I want to learn anything and everything. Like my birthday last year, yeah, I went on a trip mm-hmm. to Minnesota with, with Luke. Yeah. And it was the first trip that I had ever taken by myself with mm. somebody without my parents or anybody. I was paying for myself. It was like independence. Being an adult. Yeah. And so... On the way out there, I was listening to an audiobook. It's called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> Dude, after that trip, I'm telling you, my whole life was changed. Like, mm. something about it. It was like, what I learned on that trip was not only that, like, at the time I was struggling with, I was I was sober for a little while. Yeah. And I was like really wanting to get back into smoking again and drinking again and whatever. But when I was up there, I had the chance. Temptation. And and was really pressuring me to drink with him and whatever. And I had the chance. I could have. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. It was, I th- it was like that choice when it was like, it's not because my parents don't want me to. It's because I don't want to. You wanted to better yourself. I wanted to better myself. And when that happened, dude, I've been so hungry to just like do better, do better. And it's like, I've learned this last 2023, dude, I have made the most progress I've ever made. Like in such a short period of time. Yeah. And man, it's like, I'm telling you, like, I'll let you finish. I had a lot of, I got a rant on that one. Go right ahead. So yeah, it's like there's ups and downs of life. And like I got to learn so much stuff. I was just pushing myself all year. And I just wanted to keep going. Yeah. Because I was on fire. But with that became like like for me, honestly, it was hard for me to take rest days. Yeah. Like Sundays or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not allowed to work. Yeah. You can't work, Jameson. And for me, it was like really hard not to work. At the end of the year, the yeah, at the end of the year, I took like two month long break. No, it was like a month long break after I finished it. my monk mode. Yeah. I did. I finished yeah. the year strong, dude. I completed the rest of what I needed to complete. And I was like, all right, I worked hard. Now I'm going to party hard. You earned it. Yeah. You, you earned it. You pushed yourself you, to. Do what you uh to do what you liked, and then you were like, okay, I deserve something. You rewarded yourself, yeah, because you know every, you need to treat yourself once in a while. Absolutely, you know? yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, like if there's something that like like you're stressing for like a whole month, and you're like, oh god, like uh, this month is getting me like so like tired and all that. Until the end of that month, you see how much progress you done you're like oh i went through it it was a piece of wall it was a piece of cake and you're like why, why was i bitching 
why was I contemplating? Why was I always crying? And then you see how much effort, how much progress in yourself. And you're like, holy crap, it was amazing. This is what it feels like to, you know, work hard. If that, like, you know what Dude, I mean? It's so fulfilling. Yeah. But on top of that, like the self-motivation thing. Yeah. I've had, my last job was very difficult. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, but now I'm doing door knocking. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is where the self-motivation really comes into play. Dude, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Seriously, get this. Rice, fuel, Kool-Aid. It'll, it's a game changer. So door knocking is really freaking hard, dude. Oh, it's I not, it. it's not hard, but it's like. You knock, imagine this, you're knocking doors Mm -hmm. for like four hours and people are slamming the door in your face. People are cussing you out. People are yelling at you and you have to sit there and you have to reset your brain every single door and you're like back in the positive attitude. It's like, dude, did did that self-motivation is like, that's what I've had to learn these last few months. Yeah. Like, did that help you with like rejection? A little bit more. Oh yeah, it's like in it, it. It's helped in a lot of ways. It's been so difficult though. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. It's been one like door knocking has been one of the hardest things I think I've ever done. Oh, because it's just like you're going to someone. You're like just, a stranger's door. Time after time after time, it's rejection. It's like embarrassment. Mm-hmm. You know when you don't know what to say. Yeah. It's like, dude, like. I go through the exact same thing too because where I work at, like I have to sell memberships. And cool thing, and I don't know if someone's ever told you this, but shout out to my area director, Sinjin. He told me nine out of 10, a lot of people will say no, but out of that nine out of 10, one of them will be a yes because you'll learn what you're saying, what words to not to say, mm-hmm. what words that catch people's ears. Like if you say something, They'd be like, oh, that's intriguing. Continue on. Like, you have to feed them the information for them to understand of, like, what you're selling or what they're going to buy. Yeah, it also, like... It helps you with your verbal skills, it if play, I say. Yeah, it yeah. plays a huge part in communication. Yeah. And it's so crazy, because, like, this last couple weeks, while well, we've been super slow... Because of the weather. And whatever. Yeah. Um, I say a lot. I've been... I say yeah a lot. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've been watching nonstop salesman videos like this year i'm determined i'm gonna make this amount of money in sales i i'm determined i want to be the best salesperson and this is coming from a guy who's you know i knock on the door and i'm like hey um i'm jameson with rooftop solutions and um can i like do an inspection for you and people are like dude dude honestly if off, i would have heard okay? you say that in front of my door i would have closed the door right exactly, on you exactly <laughs> okay so yeah it's coming from a guy who's I'm not like that rude i'm not that i'm rude. not like you know i'm i gotta get out of my comfort zone yeah and it's like i think the hardest part is starting though it's like getting in my truck to go to this place but then once I get there, it's like getting out of my truck. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult, but it's doable. And the more you do it, the more it's like it building become, me it up. It becomes so easy. Like it's like, no, like it just, it, it be, it's like a cakewalk. It, like you're just so used to it. You're like, oh, okay. I already know what to say. And yeah. And it's it like so easy. What people don't notice about like self-motivation and stuff is like, 
it's so hard to start, but when you just keep that momentum and you just keep on going, dude, for months, I was like, every single day I'd come home and I'm like, dude, tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the day. I'm going to get it for months. Every single day. I was like, I'm so close. I'm so close to getting it. And I I would learn a little bit more every day. And I'm like, okay, I should have said this different. I should have done this different every day. And still nothing, nothing. And I was like, it gets to a point where you're like, am I even ever really going to sell anything? Yeah. And you get to like, it is a freaking mental challenge, dude. But you have to keep making the choice to, you know what, I'm going to get out there tomorrow. I'm going to do it again. Because what's the point of just feeling so sorry about that? But I'm, I'm really glad that you said that because nine out of uh, some people in this world, if something doesn't go their way, they're so down. They're like, oh, why, why am I even here? Like, what's the point? Of me continue on doing what you're doing. Continue on doing what you're doing and the work will pay off. Trust me. I've done yeah. it. I've done it. But think about it. Why do you think people who are rich and famous are rich and famous? They kept on doing what they're doing. They kept on doing it. And you know they what? They kept the grind on. And real quick. Go ahead. What, what, what you don't notice is like even if you don't get the outcome you thought you wanted, you're still learning in the process. Yeah. Which is so cool that people just don't notice. Like at the end of the day, like if I didn't get any deals at all, mm-hmm. at least I learned how to take rejection. Yeah. You know, it's just, you just got, you have to choose how you look at it. And while it's so difficult, it's like you have to choose really what you want in life. Do you want to, and if you kind of think about it, when you do stuff, when you learn stuff at work, that can also help you outside of work. Yeah. And like in, in like in public areas and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm happy to say that, to say that, that like, you know, it bettered yourself and I'm glad that it's bettering yourself. Cause you know, like it's good to hear it from someone else and coming as like a friend and a homie. I'm glad that it's bettering yourself and it's, you know, doing a lot good for you. And I'm proud about that. You know, like I want a lot of good things going towards my friends and my homies, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, bro. Mm -hmm. Keep on doing what you're doing. Trust me. It's going to be worth it. And you're going to be like, dang, what I did was amazing. And I want to keep on doing it, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like so crazy. Cause like, even for me still to this day. Yeah. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to go door knocking. None of my coworkers are coming. I'm going by myself. And it's like, I have like 30 minutes of like procrastination. I'm like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I hate doing this. And it's just, you know, sometimes, cause like you get told no so many times or whatever. Sometimes it gets you in a bad mood mm-hmm. and whatever, man. But it's like, at the end of the day, you, you have to choose how you want to look at it, yeah. you know? Cause it like, think about it. Out of all the no's that you get, you think back to yourself like, what did I say wrong? Or did I, did I, did I, not, did I not sound like enthusiastic or like, like you can, you always learn from your mistakes of what you say when it comes to door to door, door salesman. I should say. And it's like that, that's for anything. Yeah. You know, no, no, it's no, like, you're absolutely right. If, if you are trying to, push yourself if you can't find the motivation to 
do you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. it's like it's i don't know it's really up to you you just you have to bite the bullet you know it's not nothing's gonna just come easy there's gonna be a period of time things can things don't be handed down to you you have to work for mm -hmm. it and even when it's like you are like completely done like i was done i'm like you know what i'm done and i would just you know what no Tomorrow I'm going to do it again. Mm-hmm. It's like you can do these things. You just have to put your time and effort into it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I get you on that. Thank you for your input on that. That's really good. Yeah. Like, I like that. That was really amazing. Self-motivation. Heard of here, folks, by Jameson. Self-motivation. <laughs> <laughs> and me personally, when it comes to self-motivation, who, like, you're always going to be the first one to tell yourself, like, hey, I'm going to go do it. And yeah. And you're right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're always going to be the first one to tell yourself, like, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Like, you, you have the time. You have the effort. Just, just go do it. Just go do it. Because no one else is stopping you but yourself. Yep. It, it, it gets really hard, especially when you're doing this journey on your own, you know? This and year, you just learn. You learn from your mistakes. Because also, too, yeah. you're the number one person that's going to motivate yourself. But also, too, you're going to be the number one person that's going to make mistakes. Really. But you learn from your own mistakes. You don't mm-hmm. learn from other people's mistakes. I mean, you kind of do, but your own mistakes are your own life lessons. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, me personally, like, this is as me actually open up to you. Um, <clears throat> like what three years ago, um, I was in a relationship. It kind of went down bad. Um, I was in a tough spot. I think yeah, it was three years ago. Uh, long story short, so I lived in my car for three months, and I think that's whenever like the bad ice storm happened in February. I think I don't know, but um, I learned throughout the whole entire journey of living in my car for three months. I learned to uh, it's okay to ask for help. Because in that in that period of, in that time zone, I was like, you know what? No, I'm always doing stuff by myself. I can do it by myself. But there's a point where like I'm like, okay, no, I need help because I saw where my life was gonna go, and I didn't like it. So I pushed myself to go get help. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom. I was like, hey, um, I'm living in my car. Can can I move in? She was like, yeah, no. Like, come on, come right back. It's fine. But you got to learn of what you did and learn from that mistake. Don't do it again. I was like, no, it's fine. It was a tough one. It was a really tough one. Shout out to my mom for that because uh, your family will also give you advice that will stick, really. So it's okay to ask for help. The only thing that I got to say it is about that, about asking for help. Don't don't wait. If you need help, ask for it because if you ask help, it'll f- like a ton of weight will be lifted off of your shoulders. Like don't like that's all I gotta say. Is just it's it's so true. Yeah, like don't be afraid. Like it's it's gonna help you. That's the that's what's gonna do. It's gonna help you. It is. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't ask for help because they've learned, you know, maybe from experiences in their life that it's not okay to ask for help. You know, because they've been like by themselves for a while, or they just never had anybody to talk to. And yeah, and maybe they've been like uh, probably like childhood trauma or something like that. And 
that's one thing too i actually want to top, touch base on um is that that's childhood trauma that's childhood like growing up you'll grow out of it like it'll be a memory yeah because it's trauma dude you need to make air fresheners again like the one that you had on my the one that you gave me for my car that thing lasted for like six months but then i i totaled the car <laughs> yeah i was like oh god and i totally forgot about it but i was like you know what whatever i actually have another one oh dude um, you know i still have the freaking air fresher the one that hangs i still have that the, the dolphin one you remember? Yeah. Dude, I still have that. It's in my room. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. See? Hold memories with your friends. It lasts. Trust. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what topic were we on again? <laughs> Dude. We, we could go back to a topic, or we could talk about a new one. And I know you did want to talk about self-love. Oh, yeah. Self-love. Um, um, Sorry. We are kind of flip-flopping topics, but um, yeah, that's what this is all like. Really good content here, dude. Though. It's like, like good content. That's what it's so. That's one thing I like to like agree with you on. If you have somebody or a friend or a family member, cousin or girlfriend or someone on Tinder or whatever, like it's it's so amazing to have somebody that can carry on a conversation because. It can go on forever. Literally, we've been here since like what, ten o'clock? An hour twenty four minutes. An hour and twenty four minutes. See how long we how long we freaking talked? Like Jesus Christ! Like there's like no long pauses of silence. I mean, whenever we're trying to get our thoughts together, I mean that's fine, but there's no awkward silence. It really isn't. That mean okay? I might be getting this quote wrong. I said that word so weird. Quote. I do that all the time, dude. I'll be recording and I'm like, I'll re-say the same word. One that I really have a problem with is the word st statistics. I can never say that right. Statistics? Statistics. Dude, I got it right. Let's Quotes. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was this one quote. I think it's from Pulp Fiction. It was a scene where uh, it was the guy and the girl. They're in that booth in the car booth and the girl says you hear that or you feel that that long pause of silence that means you have somebody that isn't that i don't know i'm probably saying it wrong but that but that scene and that quote i kind of like i might have to look that up actually but but go ahead sorry about that one thing about long silences is a lot of people think that it's super awkward but for me honestly i don't i think it's i think Pauses can be good sometimes, you know? Sometimes words, you don't need to say any words. And you could just be in, in the presence with somebody, mm -hmm. which I think is super cool. Yeah. Ah, okay. So here's the, uh, here's the quote. Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to say it. I don't know the names, but this is, do you hate that? Vincent said, what? Is it the uncomfortable silence? Why do you feel, why do we feel it's necessary to yank about BS in order to be comfortable? I don't know. That's a good question. That's when you know you found somebody special when you can just shut the F up for a, for a minute and comfortably enjoy silence. Me personally, dude, I like silence whenever I'm with somebody that who also likes silence because, you know, you're collecting y'all's presence, you know? Like, I can literally just stand here and be quiet with you and be like, dude, I'm still having a good time. Literally. 
like it's okay to be silent but as long as you're being like you have somebody with you and you're having a good time within that silence i feel like that's like a really good time i just repeat myself i i go by that quote sometimes but back to the topic we were talking about which was what was it again self-love self-love yes self-love yes sir sorry about that folks it, it went back it up <laughs> um worker worker of self-love um geez man um what i learned about self-love uh, after after the relationship that i left recently um because during that time whenever i was just depressed with that first week i was like so down like i wait like i'm not gonna say wasted because i had a good time with her like a year and six months like she grew with me i grew with her it was amazing so that time and those memories won't go away but i learned that it's okay to feel you know sad and stuff like that because it's an emotion it's okay to feel sad it is dude it is like isn't that crazy hold on go ahead bro like i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go on with that let's just i just want to sit in this real quick it's okay to be sad yeah, like I've cried literally three days straight in a row, in a row. Like I cried like if it was like at my dad's funeral, like bawling, boogers coming out. I'm being so honest with you, <laughs> but <laughs> dude, that's the best I, but, way to do but it. But I learned that it's okay because she she made me feel comfortable for crying because it's not a sh- it's not showing that you're weak. It's showing that you're human. You know, you're showing your mm. vulnerable side. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Me personally, um, my dad, while growing up, he would always say, like, it's like, quit that crying. It's not going to get you nowhere. Like, get over it quick. I see what he's saying. Yeah. And I've actually had a problem with that Dude, um, for a long time. Like, it, it got to a point where, like, and this is me being so honest with you. After his funeral, I went to multiple funerals. Um, I think two months after his fun- after his funeral, I had to go to another one. And me and my sister, like we knew uh, it was our aunt, our cousin's aunt that passed away. And we both looked at each other and we were like, hey, does it feel like, like, does it feel awkward to not cry? I was like, no. It's like, I can't cry anymore because after dad's funeral, like I stopped. I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. Like, isn't that weird? And I was like, no, I'm on the exact same boat as you. And then re- uh, re- recently, my grandma passed away. That was a tough That was a tough pill to swallow. But shout out for my grandma. She told me it's okay to cry because it's letting your true feelings out. And that's a healing process. Because if you think about it, when you cry, you're also healing as well. You're, mm. you're feeling all that pain, all that sadness come out in a form rather than of just like just words it's an action and it's okay it's okay to cry dude like there's sometimes like like being so up with you i cried yesterday i don't know what it was for but i was feeling something and i was like dude like i gotta let it out so for me honestly i'm like the complete opposite like Mm. um the last time i cried was and i hate to bring this up yet again <laughs> oh again um but right after i found out about luke ah 
Um, before that, I hadn't cried for it was three years, and I was counting because I I knew exactly the last date that I cried, and I was I was kind of proud of myself though. Yeah, like you know I haven't cried in so long. This is awesome. And when I did, you know, like I'd even I had tried to cry mm-hmm. sometimes because I I felt like I needed to get something out, but it never would come out. Probably because of all the meds that I was on, like I couldn't feel emotion to begin with most of the time. Yeah, but dude, it's and since that that moment, I haven't cried since. It's been months. Um, but for me, I have a really hard time doing that, but also like showing emotion to people. Yeah. Like there's some times where like at least negative emotion. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't like to show weakness to people. Mm. And like, I uh, genuinely, what I think is, and this is like a, a not a great thing for me to tell myself, but it's like, a, a a problem that I've been having is I don't talk to people about how I feel because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Oh, no, dude. I'm, I'm telling you right now. It's I'm going like, to stop you right there. It matters because yeah. you're, you're, your feelings matter and it's great to let it out. Trust me, it does. It'll help you. It'll help you better yourself because if, like, like, what, why... Don't you want to share your emotions? Let me ask you that. Why don't you because want to share your emotions? I feel like for years mm-hmm. and years, I've been the person caring for everybody else, but I don't feel like I've ever received that. Dude. You know, so I, I feel like I'm, people just... Will, I'm in the exact same boat as you. Don't care. Yeah. You know? Like, you always put, like, you, like did you always used to uh, help other people's problems rather than your own problems. 100%. Dude, okay, look. Let me tell you let me tell you about that. There comes a time where you are so like you have a lot on your plate and then you see somebody that's like crying about the most simplest thing that 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 is like a a single action or a single word that you can tell them like, "Hey, it's okay" and stuff like that. Let me help you. Where where are they at now? Are they here with you helping out with your problems? The person that you helped, are they here with you currently right now helping out your problems? No. This is, some, this is, this is something deep that I'm going to tell you. I, I say this now. You always, if it's worth your time to help them, go right ahead by all means. But if they're not there to help you, you literally just wasted your time with that one person. Mm. I'm not saying that isn't a bad thing, but like... You have to learn to value your time with with other people because if it's something so simple and you're like, oh, dude, <laughs> like this is me, this is me being so honest. Like, if someone's uh, procrastinating over something so simple, so little, I this is me, this is me literally being so honest. I like, dude, get over it. Like, one hundred percent. Like, get over it. Because why are you gonna just sit there and cry about it? Deal with it, get it over with, and move on. Just move on. Literally. So I've had such a problem with that because I've been in situations where people have told me that I can open up and that they care. Yeah. And then in that same moment, I'm opening up to them mm-hmm. and they just, it's like, uh, oh, well, something worse happened to me or, oh, well, my day, like they is, try to one up you my or day is going terrible today. And it's like completely disregard what I just said. 
Yeah. And there's no like listening. And I'm like, I just need somebody to listen, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so hard for me to open up to people like David. I, I opened up with him not long ago. Shout out to Davino. Shout out to Davino. He was on the show last week. Love that man. Man, dude, it was so difficult, but it's like, and I'm going to be so real. I don't ever consider it like, I don't tell people I have a lot of friends. I really don't. Dude, I'm the exact I've same. I've got boat. like, like you're one of my close, like to be 100% honest, you're my friend. David's my friend. Conrad's my friend. <laughs> he's Even my brother. He's your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, there might be a couple other people, but it's like at the end of the day, the true ones are there. I don't talk to anybody else. Yeah. About how I feel or anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like nobody, nobody really knows what's going on with me. But yourself. But myself, and yeah. maybe I'll share a little bit with like. Do you feel, with okay, you? And you I reached out like, to you. Do you feel like you're a burden when you? Like when you share yourself to other people, do you feel like you're burdening burdening them with your problems? I used to. Okay. I don't as much anymore, but I just it's hard for me to open up because it I mean, one, yeah, I yeah. guess I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also just the fact that I feel like I don't wanna I don't want somebody to view me like, oh, I'm feeling sorry for myself or whatever, you know, and it's like Sometimes I just need to get some shit off my chest, man. Dude, everybody you does. Know? And like, Conrad's my man for that. He doesn't ever say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, Conrad, I had a shitty day today. And I just, I'll go off on That's him. That's good. Bro, you, had, you have a brother that is your listening ear. He hears everything. And he's seeing you grow up into a better person. Shout out to Conrad for real. Shout out to Conrad Shout for out to real. Your brother, like, bro, your siblings will always tell you the truth. They will never lie to you. They will always give you the best advice. Tell you, hey, they'll let you know when you're fucking up. Literally. Like, they open your eyes because that's, because they see, you You see it from their point of view too. Because the actions that you do, it can also affect them as well. Trust me. 100%. Trust me. Trust me. I was, I did the exact same thing with that with my sisters. Like, I never opened up to them. Never did. Until one time, I let them in. I was like, like, I, I let it all out. I was like, hey, like, I'm feeling depressed. Like, I fucking, like, I hate where I'm at. Like, I don't know what to do. I called them, and they both called me back within the first minute after sending that message, or if not a uh, message, or if not phone call, because I left a voicemail, I think. And they both called me. They're like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Because it was with my ex at the time. They didn't ask about her. They literally focused on me. They're like, are you okay? Like, tell tell us what happened. I let it all out. And they're like, Isaiah, I'm going to be so honest with you. There's some things that you are screwing up, but that's okay because I'm your sister and I want you to be better. Do better. Because family hates, uh, some family hate it whenever they're, siblings are down like you personally would you hate it whenever you see conrad going through depression and stuff like that like yeah dude dude but hey like i'm I'm gonna be real like i was that sibling Mm. for a long time dude i was that sibling who would walk out of the bathroom with cuts all over my arm yeah and everybody was terrified yeah everybody was like Mom, dad, is he okay? Is he going to be okay? And people would be like, 
Like, I remember my older brother, he'd be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. He, like, he didn't, your, he didn't your, know, you your know? Your emotions and your actions everybody was affect like, other people. Everybody too, was dude. terrified. Yeah. They were like, am I going to wake up tomorrow and he's going to be dead? You know, mm-hmm. like, mm. it's, it's brutal, man. Dude, it, it happens. It's everybody. Trust me. But, you have to understand, it does not feel good to, to be in that pit. I call it a pit. I call it an empty hole, dude. It is. Dude, that's exactly like, it, what it, it is. It feels so dark and <clears throat> empty. Like, it's, you're literally, yeah, like, it like, feels like you're, I'm gonna be so honest with you, it makes you feel like you're just a shell, a human shell with no emotions. You're just feeling nothing. And it sucks until you get a wake up call and you're like, because it happened to me. I was like, it happened to me because I was feeling like that shell for two years straight after my dad passed away. I was like, you know what? No, like I'm tired of feeling this way. I need to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Dude. I think the the reason I got out was because I did have some tough love. Yeah. Because some people were like, hey, man, you need to fucking stop. You need to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to get over it. And it's like, dude, that stuff hurts when you hear it. Like, I didn't like hearing it. It hits you to the core. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. But eventually, like... You think about it and you're like, dude, I really do. Like, I'm not, I can't keep living like this, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like, it hurts hearing it, but it's true. Dude, it is. Like, there's some times where, like, I, like, if I feel like I know I'm going through, like, a deep depression, there's some times where, like, I look at a picture of my dad and, like, I just talk to him about it. And then I just imagine him what he would say. And there's times where, like, I cry to that picture, and then I just imagine him what he would say, honestly. And I'm like, okay, well, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to still be that sad dude that's feeling so depressed, or am I going to change myself to do better? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it goes back to what I was saying again. You are always going to be the one that's going to motivate yourself, push yourself, and get yourself to a better place. Better emotions, better mindset. Better health. Real stuff. Bars. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but self-love, dude. Honestly. You know, love yourself. Don't hate yourself. Like, there's there's sometimes where, like, I hate myself for doing something, but I'll be like, eh, I'll get over it. I have very mixed feelings with self-love, and I think I just talked about it a little bit recently. Mm -hmm. I think I did. Have you been listening recently? Oh, no, I have, yeah. Yeah. Do you know if I have? Dude, yeah. Yeah. I think I talked about... It was... Okay, it okay, was, it was uh, like... I say stuff like, love yourself, but don't accept yourself for your flaws type stuff. Something like that. Okay. I remember okay, saying ne- something no, okay, like let that. Me, let, me, let me give you my input on that. And you say don't accept your flaws, right? Okay, okay. Go ahead. It's like, okay, what I mean by that... Mm-hmm. Back it up, back it up. Is... When I see somebody uh-huh. who is 350 pounds. Fat dude. And they're like trying to get everybody to like 
accept them for being fat and like they're trying to like make excuses for eating all the shit that they want to eat and like having the lifestyle they want to eat while inside they really feel like crap about themselves the first thing that popped in my mind when you said that was fat bastard from austin powers if you know who that is look him up like just by saying just by you saying that like there's a scene where like he like fat dude like i want to say like 300 pounds and he's dudes eating like a freaking turkey leg with like drool coming all over the stuff all down his like chin and stuff i don't know but go back to what you're saying. Sorry. Dude, I can be brutal sometimes, and I want to be, like... You're being honest. Like I said earlier, it's, like, the hard stuff that really hits your core. That's, that's being honest. It hurts to hear. Yeah. But you need to hear it. Dude, th- like... And like, that's do, what I want to do. you feel do. like you have a filter sometimes? A filter? Like, yeah. okay, me personally, what I mean like, by that, let me back that up. So, I say having a filter because I'm a person who is blunt. Like, I don't care what I say, I'm going to say it. Because it's what's on my mind, and I'm going to say it. Like, if I hurt you during the process, okay, sorry. That hurt you, but I'm going to get it out of my chest. But there's some times where, like, I filter myself. I stop before it comes out in an aggressive way. I have to do that a lot. Like, and I, I have catch to try myself. And... I catch myself. Yeah. But there's some people who would, like, say, like, no, 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 no. Say it with your chest. Like, they're in, like, they're telling me, no, go ahead and say it. because. I'm ex- like, like they're just like, I'm, I'm gonna say like this. They're like poking the bear with a stick, literally. They're poking, and I'm trying to be a little bit more calmer and be like, no, I don't want to take it up to DefCon Five. I rather yeah. keep it at just at DefCon, mm-hmm. just stay it at that level. Because if I take it to five, I'm gonna hurt you in the. I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hurt you to the core, like. I don't care if you cry. I'm going to keep on saying it until I get it all out of my system. Mm-hmm. Shout out. And it's like your your intention is not to hurt them. No. No, it really isn't. It's it's not. That's just me being honest. Being honest. Because that's what my dad taught me is that never lie. Be honest. Because if you just tell your lie, you're just going to lie on top of it. And it's just going to get worse and worse. But if you tell somebody the honest truth, it can either open their eyes and understand what you're saying or two it just gets your point across and they're like okay i know now what you're saying so this kind of plays a role into the name alpha insight yeah and i love the name i like that name so much dude and the reason is is because i knew a lot of people wouldn't listen because of the name mm if you even have alpha associated with anything, people automatically hate you. I've had fraternities. A lot of people text me and through that. I've had like people I I thought were friends. Yeah. Who have like walked away from me because of what I talk about on here. Mm-hmm. And because of like, like people refuse like even my own friends refuse to listen to this podcast because of the name Alpha. You have to look and it at a different standpoint, guys. The reason, like, I, come on. the reason I wanted to do that is because if you're not willing to get past the name, I mean, yes, the name has meaning. Yes, that it but is. But also, it's like, if you're not willing to get past that, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you anyways. Mm. Genuinely, I, I have nothing to say to you. 
because you're showing me that you really don't have what it takes to like change. Honestly, you know they're what just I'm saying? Feel, they're like they're just willing to stay the same. Exactly. And if you kind of think about it, if you're the same person doing the exact same shit, I'm gonna say it like that exact same shit, it gets boring. You become boring to yourself and to other people. And why do you want to hang out with a boring, a boring person that isn't going to, you know, help you or better yourself? They're just there, literally just being boring. And I would be like, dude, like, I'll tell you, I'll be like, dude, you're being boring. That's how, that's how, that's how blunt I am. I'm like, dude, you're boring. <laughs> I, I like, I won't sugarcoat it. I won't try to be like go like try to be nice about it and then do the killing blow no bro i'll I'll tell you like no dude like you're boring as hell i i'll be super nice about it for the most part (laughs) yeah but then when i'm really passionate about it or or really pissed off about it then i'll say what's on my mind like today i recorded and i got to talk about a topic that i've been wanting to talk about for so freaking long all filters came off and I was just Oh, you were unhinged. So stoked. Oh, dude. So stoked. Can't wait to hear that one. Dude. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be freaking bomb. <laughs> but these listeners, they've already heard it because it came out on Monday already. So ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay, let me ask you this. What's one topic that you are afraid to talk about on this podcast, but you want someone else's feedback? What's one? Or do you have multiple? That I'm afraid to talk about. Yes. I don't know if I'm afraid to talk about any topics. Or what's one uncomfortable one? Or what's one topic that you want to talk about, but you need someone else's input? Okay, I'll give you this. One topic that is a little bit more difficult for me to put into words okay it's it's a little bit sketchy for me because you know i want to say the like i always want to say i want to say the right thing mm-hmm. and i don't want to touch it no i, I guess so I'm, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> i'm not too scared of it and i'm definitely going to be talking about it in the near future mm-hmm. but i haven't yet because i want to make sure that i say the right things but you do it right yeah, yeah. because I, I i genuinely like people need to understand where my heart is you know and it's like it's in a good place i'm gonna tell you that right genuinely now. like i want to help people and it's like i want to push you to be the best person you can be you know and I, be an I want people to understand that yeah like my heart is not in the wrong place and and like the reason i say the stuff that i say is because i want to help people mm. actually but I no, I don't really have any topics that I'm scared to talk about. That's good. I yeah. guess like the whole feminist stuff and oh, oh the yeah. so society stuff, that stuff, I'm super excited to talk about. Okay. I'm gonna talk about it, but just not now. Not now. I got you. Because <laughs> it's you. it's a little I'm bit gonna lie. It's yeah, difficult. That's, yeah, that sounds like a little sensitive topic. It's a sensitive topic, and it's also like hard to say exactly what i'm trying to say yeah today's episode is sponsored by bearded skate co skate the beard bearded skate co rooftop solutions um uh, whitewater express 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, another sponsor is Whitewater Car Wash. Car. Oh my God. Whitewater Car Wash Express. Oh, there we go. I said yeah. That. Get your car wash there. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my question. The beginning of 2024. Okay. Have you made any goals? Yes, I have. And if you're comfortable with it, would you share them? Yes. My personal goals for 2024 is to better my mental health. Because in 2023, I was always have I always had a lot of stuff on my mind, like, like I said, the most simplest stuff. It I would overthink it instead of saying like what I said, just get over it. Didn't my mind would always race. It would always kill me. And again, shout out to my friend Brant, and that and that still sticks with me to this day. If it's an issue for tomorrow, that's for tomorrow. Live in the right now, and that, I, that's what I've been doing right now, currently since. 2024, I've been living in the moment now, worrying about what's going on in front of me. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I missed out a lot of stuff on 2023 that was happening in front of me. Because I was always worried about, oh, tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. Like I would always miss some things. So I learned to better my mental health, um, get my get my diet in order. I know that sounds like a so a cliche thing, but like honestly, dude... I stopped drinking soda. Can you imagine that? Like, the first time, like, it hit me. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm done with soda. It was, like, it was one night. I bought two one and a half liters of Dr. Pepper. And then I opened it. And I the smell of it just hit my nose. And I almost threw up. I was like, no way. Like, I can't do it anymore. Because, like, every day, I would always drink soda. And that would kill me. That's my goals for 2024. Be a little bit more better. Better mind, better body, better soul, and skate more often. That's literally it. Literally. That's awesome, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate I'm, that. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I, I really like that a lot. Um, one thing I found about goals is the best way to really achieve them is to define them on the simplest level. So I used to do goals like, you know, get my mental health better. Yeah. Right? And I had to, it's like, you know, people say, I want to get rich. Oh, sweet. How are you going to do that? Oh, great question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I feel like that's like everybody's goal whenever I hit 2024. Oh, I'm oh get yeah. Rich. Everybody wants rich. to get yeah. rich. And Everybody then you ask does. them, how? how are you going to do that? Yeah. Or Work, what is on. what does that mean by getting rich? You know, do you even know what that means for mm -hmm. you? You have to define it for yourself. Like, do you personally set a number goal for yourself? Oh yeah. Do you well, go ahead. I I didn't set a a goal for getting rich. I set a amount of money that I want to make this year. Yes, yes. I was about to ask you that. Like, I do, set, do you have a set amount yes. that you want to reach yeah that's good i and i'm 100 percent confident that i'm gonna hit it i'm glad i want to reach at least 10 10 000 monthly podcast listeners mm. and i have already during this couple weeks of monk mode i have already set an entire plan how i'm gonna do it i've been researching everything dude i've got a plan and i'm gonna stick with it but also, I'm proud of you for that. You're sticking to something that you like to do, and you know that it's going to go far. 
yeah. and you're pushing it. That's, that's what a lot of people don't do nowadays. They don't push their goals. I mean, they do. That's because they, they hit the, um, what, who is it? Alex Hamozzi, I think. Alex Hamozzi. Um, he says with every new, new thing that people try, it's like a, it's like a wave mm-hmm. and they go up and it's, um, dude, I can't even explain it anymore. It's in my notes, but that's, I know that quote, I know, quote, <laughs> I know but that they quote. hit the, they hit the tipping point. informed pessimism. Okay. Like they, so every habit or everything that you want to do, um, that's going to get you rich or, you know, whatever it is, any yeah. habit, you know, like going to the gym would work too. Mm-hmm. It's like you hit the peak yeah. and you're like, oh, this is going great. And then you hit this thing. It's called uh, informed pessimism. And that's where you start to realize, oh, there's a lot more to this than I thought there was. This is going to be a lot harder than I was expecting it to be. Mm. I'm going to have to put in a lot more work than I thought I was going to. That's, and then you go dip down a little bit farther. You sit in that a little bit. And then that's the Valley of death where most people give up. If you just keep on going, it's like my whole plan for growing this podcast, it's not going to go exactly as I plan it. And there, I know will, that there will be some challenges and that's what, that's what everything comes with is a challenge. Really? Yeah. If, if it's either going to go up or going to go down. And that's what people need to understand. Once it's go, what if you see it going down, don't go down with it. Pick it back up because you're, it goes back to what I was saying. You're the one who's going to be putting in all the effort and you're the only one that is going to do what it takes for it to increase. Really, that makes sense. Because you're the one who started this. Yeah, and it's, and all it's like on your shoulders. everybody gets to that like high point, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I'm starting to see a little bit of results, yeah, or whatever." And then they hit that low point, and they're like, "In order to like level up, they have to whatever." Um, they're like, "Oh shit, I didn't know that I had to." For me, with bearded skate, I didn't know I had to make this like <laughs> a legal business. I had to like form a sole proprietorship, and I did. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it was just so much time and energy that I was like, oh shit, I have to find manufacturers. I have yeah. to find yeah. this. I have to find that. And there was just so much. And I hit that dead point. I was like, I can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. You hit that rough spot. Yeah. And yeah, so with the podcast, it's like anything really, Yeah. you want to get into it, you're going to hit that rough spot and you get to decide whether you want to keep going or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wrap this episode up. Thank you for having me, dude. Anytime. Yeah, it's man. always good to be here with you, dude. It's never a dull moment. Like, yeah, we just keep it going. We've been on here for like, what, two hours? <laughs> two and a half hours, buddy. God Two dang. and a half oh hours, dude. It's, God. Okay, just so everybody knows, it is 1.15 in the morning. That it is. And, and my man has got a long drive ahead of him. I have an hour and a half. I, won't, I probably won't get home until like 2, 2.30. But that's worth the trip, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, real quick before we do go. What's up? Is there anything you want to resurface for the audience? Anything that you want them to Uh, take home? Honestly, you're not alone in this world. You're really not. 
your feelings and your emotions are valid. Don't ever think that you're not worth anything. You're worth, you're worth up everything. Trust me, you are. You may not hear it from other people, but I'm going to tell you this. You are worth it. You are. You have to tell yourself that every day when you go to work, before you go to work and you wake up. Because I started doing the exact same thing. Every, every morning that I wake up, and that's the first thing you need to do. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself, I'm worth it. What I'm doing, I'm doing it for myself to better myself. And go on from the day from there. It's okay. I mean, if your day is if your day is gonna be bad, let it be bad. But you have to make the best of it. Trust me. Bad days will come. It's how you go on towards that bad day. You can always make a bad day go turn into a good day. Love yourself. Mmm. Never, it's okay to feel down. It's okay to cry. Open up your feelings because your feelings do matter. If you need a friend to talk to about anything, talk to Jameson, talk to, talk to me. Like I'm always an open, open book. Like it's okay. Like you're, it, I don't know who y'all are, but y'all's, Feelings do matter. I'll tell y'all straight up. I'm going to quote what my friend Brant said. If you have an issue that is for tomorrow, leave it for tomorrow. Focus on what you got going on right now. But yeah, yeah, bro. That's all I got to say. Alrighty, my friends. If you made it this far, I really want to say I super appreciate you. I do hope you took away something from this episode. I hope you learned something. But I hope it was also enjoyable to listen to. If you would like to do an interview with me, I would love to have you on. Feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook at Alpha Insight Podcast. We could connect there and then figure out the whole plan to do that. That would be super awesome. I would love to hear your thoughts on things and so would other people. But I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, I would super appreciate it if you shared it to somebody else or shared a link on socials or whatever you could do to help that would be super super appreciated but with all that said if you made it this far i I really appreciate you Um, another episode coming out on monday and there should be another interview coming out next thursday so stay tuned and i will see you folks on monday